Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say I hope it always will stay this way
Hello, my name is Murray, and welcome to the joy of the real show. I'm here with my co-host Corey, and today we'll be looking through some films, some documentaries, and some television shows, and we're going to have a little bit of fun along the way. We only use a, a dozen sources or so, and some nice trivia games, and as well, we'll also be partaking in a nice weekly wreck at the end. I'm accompanied by my co-host Corey. Say hello to the people, Corey. Sorry, I was just beating the devil out of it. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. If you didn't get that, if you didn't get that intro, uh, listeners, today we'll be discussing uh, the recent Bob Ross documentary on Netflix, uh, Bob Ross: Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. And of course, welcome to the Real Show. My name is Muriel with my co-host Corey. We are the Real Guys, and this is the Real Show with two ears. Uh, we've got a full-on show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the documentary recently. If you haven't watched it, obviously, spoiler alert here. Yeah. Again. Stop listening. Go, go watch it. it. Come. Go watch it and come back. And then listen to our thoughts. Uh, Instagram on The Real Show, Twitter on The Real Show, you know it. Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all that. Let's get into it as fast as we possibly can. Uh, hello, Corey. I've not spoken, to you, not spoken to you for a couple of days. This hello. Is kind of, um, yeah, it's been... It's been <laughs> we essentially just took a week off. We have. We've, we essentially did. From the Bad Batch episode to yeah. here, we've, uh, we've just taken a, taken a bit of time. But I think we're back. We're fresh. Uh, we're better than ever. Again, we didn't really have a break in production, so... So here we are, and obviously we both took time and took time out of our, out of our busy schedules, our busy days, mm. to watch this documentary. Now, uh, you obviously referenced uh, the whole the whole entire intro is my best Bob Ross impression. <laughs> Uh, do you have a do you have a Bob Ross impression? Oh God! That's to be fair. That's the only thing I ever quote from Bob Ross is "beat the devil out of it." Oh, beat the devil out of it! I've got nothing to beat. I can't. <laughs> I I hit my hand on a tripod. <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I was looking around for wood. I was like, "What have we got? A tripod? That would do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. But um, yeah, uh, obviously it is. Uh, it's, it's sort of it's like everyone needs. Everyone needs to take in a bit of Bob Ross every yeah. now and then. Obviously, for people who are unfamiliar with uh, mm-hmm. Bob Ross, Bob Ross probably the most famous TV uh, art instructor painter uh, of all time. He is uh, famous for his happy trees. He is uh, a media personality. He's a he's a bit of a. He's become a sort of a, a sort of a very wholesome meme, as you'd call it. Exactly. Uh, he's an internet personality. He's an American painter. He's an art instructor. He's a television host of the Joy of Painting, uh, from 1983 to 1994 on PBS, which is public uh, public broadcasting service or something like that. I think you're correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they do it all over the world. And he's one of the most recognisable faces in, I think, more so America than over here. Yeah. The- well, he kind of he came over here. It's one of the things where, like it, later. Oh, and he kind of appears. Yeah, he does. Like it's it's more recently that he's been a thing over here. Yeah, yeah. And his programs are actually airing on BBC Four now. They are literally. They're, 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 I think it's just constantly. It was on loop. Yeah, <laughs> just... yeah. Well, BBC Four is like the art channel, isn't it? Yeah, and the like it, that... it was on Twitch at some point for a while. Yeah, going on loops, and it's like okay, fair enough. They aired the entire series on Twitch <laughs> more than once. Yeah. From start to end, from episode one, season one, to season 31, episode uh, 13, mm, they just... air the entire series, so, which is great, it's just great to watch, and I've watched the Twitch streams, you know, <laughs> whenever we used to beat the devil out of, beat the devil out of, beat the, beat, yeah, beat the devil, <laughs> whenever we used to beat the devil, we used to have, you know, Pog Champ, <laughs> Devil is Dead, in chat, <laughs> R.I.P., R.I.P. Devil, you know, they used to do the happy trees and all that, happy mountains, happy skies. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You um, are a fan, Murray. I'm a big fan. I'm so much of a fan that um, obviously I haven't been this year and last year, but uh, 2019, uh, 2019, I go to Birmingham Comic Con every year, pretty much for the last four or five years. And the most recent year I went, 2019, 
uh, I went as Bob Ross himself. <laughs> I did. I bought an Well, no, my initial plan was, uh, before we start talking about the documentary, Yes. my initial plan was um, to be Bob Ross at Halloween, at the Halloween party. <laughs> but then that kind of fell through the floor. Yeah. Uh, but I'd still purchased a wig. I'd still gone out to the Halloween store and bought, like, you know, an, a, an, a, an 80s disco afro. <laughs> Right, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy this and I'll go Halloween. Halloween plans fell through. That was all right. So I thought, oh, I'll go Comic-Con then. Because everyone, people at Comic-Con are probably going to know who Bob Ross is, right? Yeah, surely. So I got the outfit, not very hard. Jeans, you know. Belt, yeah, exactly. Uh, just button-up, white button-up shirt. Easy, get a paintbrush from the garage. You know, just normal shoes, loafers. That's all you need, really. Bit of. I didn't have facial hair at the time, so I just yeah. put it on with makeup. You know, just splattered a beard on myself. Afro, all well, the Afro, Bob Ross. Everyone, everyone loved it. I was getting loads of people coming over. Right, stuff is, you know, it's 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 budget cosplay, Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah, budget cosplay. You don't need much. <laughs> you don't need much to cosplay Bob Ross, do you? Because you know the outfit is timeless. Exactly. That's what you always said. He always said he never wanted to wear anything that would, that would fall out of fashion. So he just thought, you know, uh, button-up t-shirt, jeans, every, that, that's always going to be in fashion. And it, always, it still is today. Exactly. And so, he wore it constantly. Same outfit, yeah. consistent man. <laughs> Consistently, yeah, exactly. That's Steve Jobs. <laughs> exactly, yes. You want, you want to wear the same outfit. You want to wear the same outfit every day. So, and he's always wearing it. In every picture that they show in the documentary, he's often wearing that, yeah. uh, wearing that same outfit. But let's go into, let's go into um, the documentary. First of all, you mm. probably know less about the situation than I do. Yes, right? exactly. So, what was what was your sort of first exposure to this? Did, I, did, I told you about it, but what to a documentary or to Bob Ross? Yes, to document to the documentary. Uh, okay, so I knew it was happening. Uh, I heard it about oh, you know, Netflix is doing a Bob Ross documentary. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. It'll be about about Bob Ross, and it'd be a nice, yeah. happy, happy documentary about Bob Ross and and what he did. And then. You said you wanted to review it for the show. And I was like, okay, cool. And me and my brother saw it on Netflix. And we're like, oh, well, we'll wait for that a little bit um, to watch it. And then I saw a post on Facebook which was like, oh, um, don't buy anything Bob Ross merch-wise because they don't get any money from it. And I was like, oh, it's, it's in the new documentary. Go watch it. And I saw that and thought, oh, that's not what I was expecting documentary-wise. And then I knew yeah. we were doing it, so I went to go when- watch it. <laughs> The trailer was very vague. If you watch the trailer, it's very vague. Yeah. It's just it's almost like a horror movie trailer. There's a picture of Bob Ross, and suddenly Bob Ross starts to fade out of the picture, hmm. and then someone says, I've been waiting to tell this story a long time. And then you get the mu- the creepy music, like... Dun, 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 to be fair, dun, I've not seen the trailer, but the way you're describing it, it does sound like a horror movie. <laughs> it does sound like a horror movie. And the music's really creepy. I'm like, oh my god, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna like? Ru- is there some kind of secret about Bob Ross that I didn't know about? That's gonna make that's gonna ruin it forever. But no, Bob Ross is surprisingly safe in this documentary. He's yes, safe. He is. He's very safe. Yeah, he is. Arguably, arguably, you like him more after this. Yeah. Because you realise how he was just an uh, just a nice, honest man who didn't want to, who didn't want the money, he didn't want, wasn't out for any of the gain. Well, yeah, and it's also one of the things where, like, when you see someone on TV, you're always kind of curious of, uh, is it an act, or are they like that? And no, you they, kind of realise that. really like that. Exactly, he is how he acts. When I first showed Bob Ross to my mum, right, yeah. and I talk about my mum a lot on this show. You showed, wait, 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 you showed Bob Ross to your mum? I did. did. Did she know who he was before that? No, she had wow. no idea. <laughs> she, she had no idea who he was. Because obviously it was, the, it was the, you know, the, when she was growing up, they, they, they weren't really that big. Yeah, true. He's True. never been really been over here, so she had no idea who who, who Bob Ross was. She had, she had Steve showed, Buchanan instead. 
Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, Tony Hart or someone. (laughs) So I showed Bob Ross to my mum, and she she watched the episode fully with me, Mm. um, and she was like, is he a character? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean character? And then she said, is he like, you know, is he like Alan Partridge or something? Is he like a, is he like Keith Lemon or, you know, is it, is it like an act? And I goes, no, that's how he really is. Is, is it like she Alan didn't really Partridge. believe me. <laughs> I'm suddenly so, imagining Bob Ross painting and just all of a sudden going, here's a little tree. Aha! Randomly. Yeah. And just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. She said, is, is he like a, a character? Like, no, he's not a character. He's mm. an actual man. He's a real man. And honestly, I don't have many idols in this world. No. But I don't have many people who I say, you know, I want to be like this person. But if yeah. I could be like anyone, I'd probably be, I want to be like Bob Ross. Yeah, exactly. He just seemed like a nice, wholehearted man, just a kind soul who just loved uh, fast cars and painting yeah. and, share, and sharing the love and sharing the joy with everybody. So it was... It was just, I, I feel like, yes, I enjoyed the documentary. It was, there were parts of it that I thought was quite, you know, it's it, it's a very emotional ride, the whole thing. It is. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a gotcha film. No. It wasn't like, uh, oh, oh, this this reveals that Bob Ross is a horrible person. Mm. No, but Bob Ross still is kept as the as the kind figure who's who's still very nice and genuine. But it, it revolves around his... What happened after he died? Yes, it revolves around um, after his death in 1995 at the age of 52. His uh, what happened to his estate and what happened to his company, Bob Ross Inc. Mm. I'll let you uh, speak if you have any. Uh... I mean, it's it's because again, I just assumed that the the Bob I, I knew I'd gone that the Bob Ross Inc. existed. I knew they sold paints and all this other stuff. Mm. And obviously, you've got merch, you've got Funko Pops, you've got whatnot, and all this other stuff. Yeah. I just assumed it was a family thing because I knew we had a kid, which is mm. Steve. And Steve I thought, okay, Ross. maybe maybe he runs it because he's not really in the public at all. No. Um. So I thought maybe he just does it behind the scenes and he does his own stuff. Um. And it wasn't until this where I found out that he literally owned essentially nothing, and his family owned none of it. And no. they tried to get him to sign it away just before he died. <laughs> yes, they did. Which is and this was all done by Bob Ross's business partners, yes, uh, Annette and Walt Kowalski. Mm-hmm. Who there's another, but right, there's another Bob Ross documentary that exists. It's called Bob Ross the Happy Painter, which I've watched, mm-hmm. and we might, we probably won't review it. To be honest, I was about to say we might, we probably won't review it because <laughs> it's because it's quite honestly, after I've seen this, it's quite honestly a puff piece. Yeah, it portrays it portrays. It portrays the Kowalskis as, you know, angel saints who delivered Bob Ross to the world when 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 this documentary clearly uh, portrays the polar opposite picture. Yes. Of the Kowalskis were quite devious and quite cunning with their business strategies and, well, you know, taping phone calls and lying to people uh, up, until, up until Bob Ross passed away. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't good. It definitely wasn't good. No. What did you? Th- what was your sort of? Obviously, with these documentaries, we have to really take into account, like yes, that has the um, take into account people's opinions mm-hmm. and the evidence that was presented. Mm-hmm. But I'm inclined to obviously believe Bob's son Steve, yes, and how and how everything went down with that, and how the fact that he was that Bob wanted him to take over the show, but he didn't want he didn't want that. Yeah, I mean it's. I I I'm also I think inclined to more believe 
the the family aspect and I, yeah. I, I I could see it the whole fact that like Bob Ross kind of like made himself look like he wasn't as skilled as his son when he'd bring his son in and yeah he'd get his son to do the episodes um and if you you can kind of tell okay yeah maybe he does he wants to let his son do this and he's gonna go off and and pass pass the torch essentially yeah yeah um. But yeah, I mean the stuff the stuff that the owners did, and like the whole thing of like they were making a replica painting that they were gonna try and sell as an original that had oh, nothing yeah, to do with yeah. Bob Ross in the first place and stuff like that, it's like Jesus. That shocked me that did. Yeah. That very much shocked me. Because we don't because then there's no then we won't know there's not really any legitimacy of where no. the Bob Ross paintings actually are. There was a wired they show a clip of a wired I think it was wired, um, YouTube video where they tried to track down the original Bob Ross paintings. Yeah. And they spoke to, you know, Annette Kowalski and whatnot. And they and she said, oh, I'm the only officiator of what is a real Bob Ross painting or not. And then we hear immediately after, we hear that guy in the factory say, yeah, I've seen people put Bob Ross paint signatures onto paintings. Yeah. It's... And then that, so to sell them as originals and they're not. Yeah. And I feel like that, the whole corporate side of it just seems to, seems to bleed out. And it's quite ugly, to be honest. That side of it, especially with the fact that the Kowalskis take um, legal action against anyone who seems to rub them wrong. Yes, because there was a whole thing of there was supposed to be more people in this documentary, but they didn't want to do it because they were scared of getting sued. They were scared of getting sued, yeah. We even see that Dana Jester is on the phone uh, in one one particular uh, part of the documentary. And he says, all right, okay, speaking to someone on the phone, he puts the phone down and says, yeah, they've quit out as well. They don't want to do it. Yeah. Because they're aware that they're aware of the Kowalski's pension for taking a legal action against anyone. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who is it? Who is uh, against them, and or, or speaks out on, speaks out on what's happened to, um, on the Bob Ross or Bob Ross Inc. So, what did you what did you think of um, the inclusion of, especially that sort of corporate side? They spoke to people in the in the paint factory and. Uh, to be fair. I, I feel like it added some, a bit more, uh, I guess, legitimacy to it. Because if you're talking to his son and you're talking to his friend, yeah, you're getting family connections, right? And so you're like, okay, they, they're family, they understand Bob Ross, they know his emotions because they're with him most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when you start to add people who were more behind the scenes, it adds more of a this is how it was because even people who aren't in the forefront and aren't really connected to Bob Ross other than being colleagues or they worked with him or worked yes. for the company, it adds more of a legitimate thing of these this is what happened because even these people are saying it's what happened mm. it's it just adds more people and it adds another point of view and it adds more of a like they're, they're not going to be biased because they've not really got a connection to them they're just doing mm. their job and even they're saying what's happening um i liked it i think it was good that they were in it one one feature that i thought really shook a chord was yep. bob ross's series the joy of painting mm-hmm. was on netflix at a time do you remember yes, it was there was two series. There was like Bob Ross Relax and Paint or whatever, mm-hmm. and Bob Ross The Best of the Joy of Painting, something like that, right? Yeah. And within, I don't know, a couple of months or something, they were removed yeah, quite, quite quickly, right? mm-hmm. quite swiftly. And here in the UK, uh, Bob Ross has a free YouTube channel that you can go and watch that previously had every single episode of The Joy of Painting on it, right? Yes. And now they have about what? Three, four free ones, and the rest of the rest are, are, are behind uh, geo barriers where you can't watch them because you're in this country. Yes. Now, do you know why that is, Corey? 
Uh, I, I'm going to hazard a guess. It's because they've just blocked it in all the countries or something. Yes, they've blocked it in every country apart from the USA. Yeah. Because they've they've sold off the rights to the television show to that BBC4, right? Yes. So we can't watch them on YouTube. Hmm. So sure, sure, copies exist. And if you go to... Um, this isn't like a plug. Yeah. But if you go to like sites like Dailymotion or whatever, or like Vimeo, you know, like YouTube alternate sites, right? Yeah. They're all available up there. They're all on there. <laughs> but it's just YouTube, they seem to have blocked them all. And I don't obviously have a VPN, then you can pretty much get around that. But it's just there's there's blatant disregard, honestly, blatant disrespect for Bob Ross's legacy. Yeah. Especially because they say that, oh, they want to keep Bob Ross's legacy and keep the Bob Ross dream alive or whatever. The Bob Ross dream alive was not about making money. No. That was not Bob Ross's message. And he always said that. Even in, even in the show, he always said that. It's not never about the money. You know, it's never about the money when you paint. It's about enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. The money just helps. Yeah. And what's most insulting to me is they've they've rebooted the series and they're not doing it with Steve. They're doing it with some fellow called called Nick Hankins who appears to be some instructor they've just roped in, right? If you look on the Bob Ross YouTube channel right now. Um, Let me, uh, real time... Okay, real time, have a look. Real time, have a look. <laughs> I'll speak a bit more about the documentary. Yeah. Um, yes, this was also built up quite a bit. There was a lot of talk of a Bob Ross documentary coming out, sort of a, a sort of a real life truth documentary about. Um, I knew it was about his business partners and about his sort of company already, mm. because there was a bit of rumblings about that, and I suspected that it was it was to do with what happened after he died, after uh, his estate, after his estate got no money from um, from his death and. They forced his half brother to sign away his his name because he wouldn't do it while he was while he was sick with lymphoma. Mm. Um, he wouldn't sign away his own name, so they effectively got his got his brother to do it, which is just sad. I think it's horrendous. To be honest with you, and to treat his son like that, to treat Steve like that, is I think it's incredibly shameful. To be very honest with you, have you uh, have you discovered anything? Yeah, so I'm on the YouTube channel. Literally, it's pretty much all the new guy. Yeah. Um, there's a ch- there's a the there's a children's book. Yep. That has happened, and it's the one thing that that bugs me. First off, I've gone to the comments of the, one of the, the latest video, and thankfully, everyone in the comments is essentially saying, "Don't watch it." Yeah. Because the, the Netflix documentary, everyone's yes. pointing to them. Yeah. The, my they... main issue is right. It's called keeping keeping the Bob Ross dream alive. You see in the thumbnail some random guy, and all you see in the thumbnail is this massive words Bob Ross in like small text underneath is keeping the dream alive. Yeah. And I hate that because obviously you're putting that because people are going to see Bob Ross and not people the actual see name Bob of the show. Ross and people are going to want to watch, but no, it's not Bob Ross. It's this it's this random man off the. It's some guy who has no connection to him at all. No, it's some guy who has a connection to him at all who yes. may have taught like a Bob Ross class once or something. Exactly. And, it's and like, that's all you get. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like they've they've disrespected the Bob Ross, uh, the mantra, because because a man who who never wanted any money, a man no. who's just about uh, having fun and living life, you know, coming from um, coming from a military background, coming from Alaska, who you know, he said that he, you know, what his nickname in the in the armed forces was. He was a as a master drill sergeant. I don't remember off the top of my head. His nickname was Buster Bobby. 
because he'd shout. It, it's basically his job was his job was to shout at you, right. shout at you for cleaning your bed, cleaning the toilet, you know, yeah. cleaning the floor, you know, twenty push-ups. He was like a drill sergeant, right? It was like Full Metal Jacket, but with Bob Ross. <laughs> oh God! Someone deep fake like, that, please. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was like, you know, down on the floor, twenty press-ups kind of thing. That was his. That was his job. A jelly donut. That was his job. I want right. to see Bob Ross shout, "Show me your war face." <laughs> Show me your war face. Ah, that was. That was Bob Ross, basically. Yeah. And when he left the Air Force, he said that he, he swore to himself that he'd never race his force again mm. to end to anybody. He'd always be me mellow. And then he was. For the rest yeah. of his life, he never raised his voice again. And he was uh, he was a calm man for the rest of his life. He put that behind him, and I respect that. Exactly. It, it, it was nice seeing all the classic pictures. I like how they showed you know, Bob Ross with Dana in like New York and stuff, and having a good time with Steve. Um, because I recognised all these figures, I'm I'm a fan. Mm. I recognised all these people, and it was nice to have them back. And it's still nice that Steve, despite everything, is still painting. You know, yes. He's still teaching. Yes, yeah. I I so I searched up what he's doing actually, and he's recently come back and he's doing workshops and stuff. Mm. It's it is it is good to see. He's teaching the same technique. Yep, same technique. Obviously, he can't use. It's a shame he can't use his name. He can't no. They got him, they got them on they suit that well, they got him on legal for what I'm calling it Steve Ross art supplies where they're like they trademarked the last name Ross. Yeah, that's a bit bad, isn't it? That is that's a bit that's more than a bit bad, Corey. That's spell very it bad. spell it differently. Rosk. <laughs> yes. With a silent yeah. K. Uh, yeah, uh, and even the um and even the the son of the man, what was his name, Lawrence Cap or something? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, the son of the man who initially made the paint supplies. Had um, had also gotten legal ramifications for trying to for like backing up Steve mm. because because his um, his dad and uh, his dad as well had supported um, Bob in that way. So and what right? What irked me? I'm just going to mention this: the whole thing about the flowers. Yes. Do you remember that? Uh, a little bit. That these two people. Oh, oh, I didn't know about these two people called the Jenkins. Uh, the Jenkins husband. Oh, by the way, that guy, that, that, the Jenkins guy, right, with the hat and the mustache. He was my favourite character <laughs> in this whole thing. I like Steve, but he seemed—he just seemed like a real guy. But what irked me was how they always said that Bob Ross always used to say that, oh, I've got, I'm good at painting landscapes. If you want to paint flowers, go and watch the Jenkins. Yes. Okay. But then they start bringing out Bob Ross and flower painting hmm. with Annette Kowalski. Yeah. And they and they use and they mention they use the same parts of their book or very similar. Do you remember that part? It's it's coming back to me. Taking the parts of like their book and yeah, almost lifting it, lifting it word for word, picture for picture. That was shit. That was disgraceful to me. I couldn't believe that. I mean, it's 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 just money in it, and that's the whole. They're greedy, exactly. That's, yeah, it's the whole com- problem. It's their competitors and. They just see fit to take their competitors' business, which which I don't think Bob would have Bob would never have agreed with. No, and it's true that half that he never agreed with any of the of the practices. You don't have to talk about it. He never agreed with any of their sort of business practices. And a devastating fact to me. Mm. Now we know that Bob Ross is famous for you know uh, happy trees, happy mountains, yes, uh, happy little rivers, happy bushes. Beat the devil out of it, but beat the devil out of it was. I feel somewhat tainted mm. by the fact that well, I don't know what his name was. Um, the other guy with the hat and the glasses, this sort of old friend, artist friend. I, yeah, right? I, I can't remember his name. Who suspected that it was 
in fact, the paint thinner yeah. that would cause this lymphoma. Now, it was also suspected on the internet that it was to do with the paints. Could like be. The paints like yeah. contained lead or something like that. Back when, back when you know, paints would paints would um, be full of you know nasty chemicals, things yeah. like that. So like lead and and stuff. But especially you know, sniffing paint thinner is kind of something that you do to get high <laughs> effectively. Yes. So. The fact that he was, the fact that he was, you know, slapping the slapping the brush on the thing, yeah, um, pretty much every episode. It was rare you'd see an episode where Bob Ross would not beat the brush. Exactly, it's it's a constant thing. Yeah, and that's not a euphemism, by the way. Yes. There was he 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 take he take his brush after he'd done some. I'm doing the motion after he after he'd done some uh, sky or sea or whatever. He'd yeah. dip it in the paint thinner, and then he'd give it a shake into a box, and then he and he then he'd whack the brush on the. On the leg of the easel, exactly. and paint, and paint particles would fly everywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. And you could often see he'd often record three, four shows a day, right? Yeah. So that's so that's four shows a day of, of brush whacking, and you could even see you could see on that leg you could see the marks on the easel where he's done it beforehand, half an hour later. Yeah, it's it's it would be a it would be a constant thing that he'd just been exposed to it constantly. Yeah, which is. Awful. And imagine, imagine all the paintings he did on TV. Imagine all the paintings he didn't do. It's exactly on TV as well, being exposed to those sort of chemicals, which is completely awful, I think. Mm. And you know, don't go near you know paint thinner, guys. Don't sniff it. Yeah. Public service announcement. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But um, we both had. Um, we both. Uh, separately watch the documentary. And I think this is the Correct. first time we're sort of talking about it at length with what we think with each other. Yes. Well, did you did you give it a real rating? Did you think about that while you were watching? I thought about it, and I, I was kind of torn what to give it. Because, like, well, on one hand, it's good. And, like, the first half where we learn about his, his upbringing and the military and the wet and wet technique, and I was like, cool, that's nice. And the second half, I liked, and I hated it at the same time. How so? Because I liked it because it was really good and really informative. I hated it because of what happened. <laughs> yeah. It's one of them things where, like, it's great, but also it's you, you're sitting there and you're, like, you're getting mad because of what happened and how it was treated and all the stuff that went on. Yeah, and you um, feel terrible about it, even though... Yeah, and part of me is, like, I like the documentary, so I want to give it a good rating, but, like, I don't like what happened to him. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it's one of these, like, half and half. But I, I think I have... I think I know what I'd give it. Right. First off, I'd like to say that the real show's official policy is we we do stand with Bob Ross. We're yes, we're Bob Ross fans. I don't think I'm not a fan of his his company or Annette and Walt Kowalski, no. but I'm a fan of the man himself and what the man stood for and the man's values. And I still think I could probably still watch his program and still be all right with it. Yeah. But I, but I feel like. The business side and the corporate side of it, and making all the money, and you know Bob Ross body pillows and Bob Ross exactly. bed spreads and Bob Ross lunch boxes and Bob Ross you know window cleaner and yeah. and lamp shades and everything. That's just too far, and that's not what he wanted in life. So exactly, that, yeah. Which is a shame because I own that Bob Ross pot vinyl. See, and I quite like it. I've I've been close to getting it so many times. Yeah, yeah, I actually do. <laughs> And I think about it now, and I go, Phew. you know, I I feel like was it where did that money go to? Hopefully to pop vinyl, not to yes. uh, Bob Ross Incorporated. And the store you bought it from. Yes, exactly. Um, 
But in another breath, let's give it let's give it a rating, shall we? Oh, no, before we do, before we do, mm-hmm. I love that Bob Ross was into fast cars. Just yes. gonna say that was <laughs> that's something I didn't know about. But when Dana Jester was like, and Bob pulled up in this in this sports car, and I said, Bob, what are you gonna do? And Bob took off his sunglasses and looked at me, he's like, I'm gonna take you on a thrill ride, bro. <laughs> Imagine Bob Ross doing that. Per Afro Afro shirt jeans, pulling up in a <laughs> in a in a fresh whip. Whipping off after, the and going, you ready for a thrill ride, dude? After after someone's deep fake him onto Full Metal Jacket, because someone deep fake him onto like Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulling off in his sports car. He's I love that, because that just seems... It seems perfectly Bob, it but does. it also seems like something Bob wouldn't do. Yeah. It's in that perfect grey area of something that I, I could imagine Bob Ross doing, loving sports cars and going out for... Thrill rides on yeah. fast car, fast lanes and fast cars, but also it's something I imagine Bobos wouldn't do. It's that, it's that, it's that amazing. It seems perfectly in character, but also I wouldn't picture him doing that. Exactly. It's a perfect, it's a perfect, uh, perfect mold. But let's give it a rating, shall we? I'll let you go first. I, I think I'm going to give it. Oh, ooh. I'll give it an eight. Eight, yeah, I was going to go eight as well. Actually, okay. I was. I thought you'd go lower. I was, I was, give it I was torn between seven point five and eight, but I thought I'd give it right. an eight. Actually, no, I'll go eight point five now. Okay, fair enough. I'll go one point. I'll go five point higher. What are you going to give it the eight for? I'm going to give it the eight for the portrayal of Bob Ross. Yes, very solid. Still, mm-hmm. you know, kind-hearted, soul, soulful man. Um, the attention to detail to the documentary was very nice as well. It was. I appreciate the attention to detail. Um, another thing I appreciated was. Um, I think the overall construction of the documentary was good. It seemed very... Mm. It was attention to detail, but nothing seemed out of place. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It was an attention to detail. We've studied documentaries before. Yeah. It was. I mean, I didn't quite enjoy it, but maybe if I'd done <laughs> this one, I would have enjoyed it. Um, actually, I'll tell you something. When we first... This was the, you, this probably won't be in the podcast edit, but, but radio listeners, you may get to listen to this. When we first did our documentary module, do you remember... And we were given like we end up we end up doing foreign students. Oh, doing like the one you made. Yeah, the one you made. Yeah, the first one you made during first year. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but my initial idea was to do Bob Ross. <laughs> we did was to horses. do his life and times. <laughs> we, we, we right? did that'd be nice to research. Yeah. I was like, I want to do something fun. I want to do something easy. Everyone loves Bob Ross. Yeah, let's exactly. do it. Right. And I was outvoted. This could have been you on Netflix, Murray. This could have been me on Netflix, yeah. But I got outvoted, unfortunately. What did you end up making? I don't even know. Horses. What? We did a documentary about... Uh, there's, there's there's a common near, near the uni, which is full of horses. Right. And we were like, oh, why, why a horse... It used to be a horse, a horse racing track. And so we interviewed people who teach horse riding on the commons about what it used to be. And the horses on the commons... <laughs> Oh wow! That it, we, we we initially had a much bigger idea of we'll do a whole history of horse racing and what happened, and then us being uni students, it kind of just turned into we're going to interview people about horses. Of course it did. Of course. Yes. Well, better than better than when I was better than when I was free. I to got, do to it. fair, I got outvoted. No. Okay. So it's fine. It wasn't my. Well, idea. What was your idea? I wanted to interview buskers about why they busk and why they play music. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> but I got outvoted for horses. Okay, but for the last few minutes, yeah. Right, we we are gonna we're gonna play a Bob Ross trivia game, right? Yeah. Let's have some fun. Let's play some Bob Ross trivia before the week before Corey's weekly rec. Okay. Yes, we've got ten questions now. I've not written these. This is on this is on funtrivia.com. Shout out to you, funtrivia.com. Yeah, 
and we're going to play a Bob Ross trivia game. Right? I'm going to read you the questions, and we're yep. going to try and put our... The average score is apparently 6 out of 10. Okay. Difficulty average. We're going to get 10 out of 10, aren't we, Corey? We definitely are. Here we go. Question one. Are you ready? Go for it. It's time for trivia time. It's Bob Ross trivia time. Okay. In which southern state was Bob Ross born that well matches his sunshine personality? Okay, here we are. We have A, Texas, mm-hmm. B, Mississippi, C, Alabama, or D, Florida? I mean... I'm going to say Florida. Florida is, I believe, a sunshine state. <laughs> yes, we'll go Florida. Right. Question two. Okay. Between his time in school and enlisting in the armed forces, Mm -hmm. Bob Ross spent some time working for his father, Jack Ross, a carpenter. What sort of injury did Bob Ross receive at this time, which left permanent damage? Is it A, he lost his big toe on his right foot, B, he suffered blindness in his right eye, C, he suffered a ruptured eardrum in his left ear, or D, he lost a part of his finger on his left hand? What do you think? think I I think I remember him having all his fingers. No, I think it's his finger. Do you think it's his finger? I think I read somewhere that it's his pi- it's his pinky finger uh, okay. that he lost a part of, and that's where he holds his palate, so you never see uh... it. Go finger. Okay, I think it's his finger. I think uh, you can get. If I'm wrong, you can get me. But I, yeah, it, it, possibly. I think it's. I think I, I read somewhere that it's where he holds his palate. That's why you never see it. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Right. Question three. Before he became known for his painting, Uh Bob was a proud veteran in the US Armed Forces. In which brand did he serve? Is it A, US Army, B, US Marine Corps, C, US Navy, or D, US Air Force? Is it the US Army? If you're a drill sergeant, you're either in the Army or the Marine Corps. Yeah. Little Jacket's Marine Corps, isn't it? Yes. Uh, ooh. I'm going to go A or B, Army or Marine Corps. That's Mike. What do you think? What are the others? Uh, it's US Army, US Marine Corps, US Navy or US Air Force. I don't think, think it's the it, Air Force. It might have been the Air Force. Do you think it's the Air Force? I might, I, might, I, might, I might go Air Force. Uh, go Air Force, why not? Right, that's D, Air Force. D, Air Force. Question four. During much of his career, Bob served at a base in a particular state that might have been described as the frontier. Which state was it? A, Alaska, B, Hawaii, C, California, or D, Maine. I'm going to say Alaska. Yeah, go for Alaska. Alaska, easy question. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we did mention that in the... We did mention Alaska, yeah. (laughs) They mention it in the documentary, don't they? Yeah. Right, question five. Halfway through, we're going... Wow, we're doing this. We're Uh, blitzing for it, go on. Yeah, we are. Question five. While in the armed forces... Bob was inspired by an artist that he viewed on the television. Which artist was this? Is it A, Thomas Kincaid, B, Albert Dorn, C, John Gagne, mm. or D, Bill, Bill Alexander? That's mentioned as I forgot his bloody name. I, d- I think it's Bill Alexander. I think he wasn't he a German, the German man. Yeah, I f- yeah, I think so. I think it was Bill Alexander. I'm gonna. Are you, are you happy to back me up? Uh, you, you, I'm, ha- I'm very happy to back you up. Okay, Bill Alexander. Right, question six. Inspired by an artist he saw on television, Bob Ross would begin his own television art program in 1983. Yes. What was the name of this program? It's right. 
is A, art in action. Right. B, the joy of painting. Mm-hmm. C, paint this. Or D, 100 great paintings. I mean, it's, it's, it's the joy of painting. It's the joy of painting, yeah, obviously. <laughs> B, the joy I, of painting. I do quite like paint this. Paint this. It's, it's like that's an action movie line. Yeah, like, paint this, and then you throw a paintbrush <laughs> at someone. It's... Right. Question seven. Yeah. While Bob Ross was generally a very private person, mm-hmm. he's known for being married three times. How many children did Bob Ross have from his marriages? Oh, well, you got Steve. Well, yeah. Okay. A, Bob Ross had one son. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, Bob Ross had one daughter and one son. C, Bob Ross had one daughter. Or D, Bob Ross had no children. I think if we're going with Steve, Bob it, well, Ross had one son. I think he's only got one son. If not, the other kid is very low profile. <laughs> I'm going to say, but you know about let's go Bob Ross had one son. Yeah. Right, question eight. Generally speaking, how many copies of a painting would Bob Ross generally create for his 1980s, 1990s television art programme? Okay, is it A, three copies, mm-hmm. B, one copy, mm-hmm. C, two copies, or D, four copies? I mean, logically... You would think he would paint one. However, yeah, for the TV show, but we know he painted. He did like a. He did like a. a, a like a. Like a attempt at it, didn't he? he did like it had won it beforehand. Yeah, you'd think that maybe maybe he'll paint it before and then he'll do it afterwards again for the show. Oh, did you say I, two? I don't think he's doing like an art attack. Here's what I painted earlier. Um, no. Two makes. I can't see it being like four. A three? Do you think it was three? It could be three. Because I think I've uh, this is me drawing from my. I think he did. I think it's three. You drawing? I think he did one beforehand, one for the television, and he had like instructional books as well. What do you think he oh, just did? Oh, that's a good two. point. Two. I think he did one for the books. Because I think that's where his money came from. He's never. He didn't get any money for the show. No, he didn't. He only got money from the art supplies and from the art books. So I think it was from the. I think it was three. It could be if he's doing it for the art book as well. Yeah, you would have to do it again. It's a free, it could be free. Three. That's option A. Okay, we'll go free. Right, okay. Imagine if we get none of these right. <laughs> but if, we, if, we get, if we get all of them right, it'll be a major victory. <laughs> okay. Question nine, here we go. Okay. Bob Ross died at the young age of 52. Yes. What was the cause of his death? It was cancer. Yeah. Um, it was A, lymphoma. I think we know that already. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear the other uh, options? Uh, sure. Okay, B, drowning. C, car accident. Or D heart attack. Well, cancer yeah, we, may lead to a heart attack. Yeah, but we know. Yeah, we know it's for lymphoma. It'd be lymphoma. There we go. Now, question ten. There we go. Bob's legacy continued after his death. A 2015 television advertisement for HGTV Sherwin Williams included portrayals of several well-known artists, including Bob Ross. Which other 20th century artist represented the United States along with Bob? But I don't know this one. Oh, God. Is it A, Jackson Pollock, B, Frank Gasparro, C, Norman Rockwell, or D, Andy Warhol? Now, I don't think Andy Warhol is from America. I, he's the only one I know the name of, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> It's Andy Norman Warhol. Ro- I think Norman, it might be Norman Rockwell. Is Norman Rockwell... Well, the Rockwell Centre, right? It's in America. Andy Warhol. Is Andy Warhol American? I don't even know. I don't want to look it up without cheating. Yeah. I don't think Andy Warhol's American, though. (laughs) 
Right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a decision here. We're just have to pick one. They'll be pushed. If we were on a game show, they'll be pushing us for an answer. There would be. It's like you, you, you just got to pick one. You got to pick an answer. It's like one of the chase, but yeah. like there's four options. Boom. It's like we're on the wheel. Yeah, okay. It's like who wants to be a millionaire? And this is the million dollar. Yes. This is the million pound question. Right. On the count of three, we're gonna both say a, a, a B or C or D. Right. If we say the same letter, then we have to pick that person. Okay. Three, two. One. A. B. Oh, no. Well, then. Anyone got a coin? No, I've not got a coin. I've got a coin. Oh, right, okay. Well, it's going to be A or B, so... so oh, I swear if it's Frank Gasparo, I've never heard of him before. Right, okay, so heads is A, tails is B. Okay, go on, then. Right, here we go. That's heads. Heads, is that A? That's A. Right, Jackson Pollock, here we go. Are you ready, Corey? Yes. Oh, okay, sign of the cross. Here we go. Three, two, one. Submit answers. It's loading. Oh, tension. Right, what did we get right? Okay, first question we got correct. Okay. Second question we got correct. Nice. Third question we got correct. Okay. Fourth question we got correct. Yep. Fifth question we got correct. Okay. Sixth question we got correct. Mm hmm. Seventh question we got correct. Oh, God. Eighth question we got correct. Nine question we got correct. Oh, no. We got it wrong. Who was it? It was Andy Warhol. Oh. Oh, you, I didn't even think he was American. I didn't think he was American. <laughs> I thought he was British. Oh, you were right. You said Andy Warhol, didn't you? No, no, no. I said I'm avoiding Andy Warhol. Oh. Nine out of ten, Corey. Not too bad. That's not that's all right. Not too shabby. We beat, we beat the average. We did? We beat the average. We beat the average seven, six out of ten. We got, we got nine out of ten. So, there we go. Here we go. Let's let's have a, let's read the actual extended answer. The other artists featured in this advertisement were Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and Vincent van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Warhol was known for his silkscreen paintings of Marilyn Monroe and Campbell's soup cans. Oh, he does the four. He does the four painting thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bob's Bob's influence on popular art was significant. He was worth an estimated six million dollars at the time of his death, along with two point five million copies of his How To books and over one thousand certified instructors trained by Bob Ross Incorporated, who we know are yes. we know are uh, not very good people. Mm. So there's that, and I think we did very well. Nine out of ten isn't bad at all. I'll take it. Exactly, uh, we got pretty good statistics on that. So. Um, hope you enjoyed that little game we definitely had fun with it but let's go on to our weekly rec and I will pass it over to you Corey take it away yeah well I'm trying to figure out what to, what to recommend I, I struggled with this one a little bit because like right Bob mm-hmm. Ross I could recommend the joy of painting but for, no I won't do that yeah that'd be obvious um, it's a bit obvious and I thought you know what I'm just going to try and avoid re- recommending anything Bob Ross in case uh, the company get money yeah and I was trying to go, okay, right, let's go down the painting route, right? Let's go, what what we got? You've got older stuff, like our generation, like Art Attack. Yeah. Bit of Mr. Maker. Oh, yep, yep. I can't really think. There are others that have escaped my mind. And I was like, hmm, what what encapsulates art that I like? And then I remembered, there's a certain YouTube channel where there's a lot of art stuff that I quite enjoy. I think people will also quite enjoy. Yes. Um, so I'm going to recommend the YouTube channel. So it's all free. You can go watch all of it. It's great. Uh, of Jazza, also also known as Draw with Jazza, but now he's just called Jazza. He's got rid of the two okay. names. Um, he does everything. He's he mainly draws um, digital stuff and paints and kind of does sketches and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but he also has done stuff with clay and carving and wood and making stuff out of rubbish and five five point six three million subscribers. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's done all sorts. He's, 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 he's essentially kind of like Art Attack, but on a YouTube scale. Yeah. Um, he's just really good fun and really good with art. He just makes stuff out of everything. He's going he also to like... has several Bob Ross episodes. Yes, that's the other thing. He has painted alongside Bob Ross while being blindfolded. He's painted alongside Bob Ross <laughs> with only the audio. Yeah. Or twice as fast as Bob. Or using upside-down goggles. Yep. <laughs> which is probably very hard. <laughs> he's done several stuff. It's, it's just really fun. I quite like it. Encapsulates yeah. the same thing as as Bob. It's, 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 it's just fun. And a lot of his stuff, sometimes it just isn't great when he makes it. Yeah. And he's open about that. <laughs> he's like, well, there you go, it messed up. I know he's uh, an Aussie, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. And I'm a fan of the Aussies. I like a good Australian, I do. So, yeah, go, go out and give one of... Would you recommend one of his videos? Pick one out? Uh, Any of the Bob Ross ones. Yeah, any of the Bob Ross ones. Go out and give them a watch. Just probably searching Jazz or Bob Ross and you'll probably find it. You'll find them. There's a playlist here, actually. Seven videos. There you so go. You can give it a watch. Uh, would you like to give his channel a rating or give one of the... Uh, if it's, if we're going to overall channel, but, eight, but an 8.5 8. out of 10. Five, give it a 9, go on. Okay, cool. 9 out of 10. Nice. <laughs> I got easy, I pushed you on that. Easily easily influenced, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give exactly. it a 9. Yeah, right. 9 out, nine out of <laughs> uh, nine out of 10 for Jazz's channel. There we go. I give that a watch. So, But as always, um, it's goodbye from me and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye. And, uh, you know, happy times, happy painting. God bless my friend.
me, bro. <laughs>